Carefully communicating or explaining your point of view. This is part two of Communication Mistakes at Work, Wanting Ice Water. Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Please share my podcast and please subscribe. Talking about communication mistakes at work. My advice, communicate clearly. Explain your side, your point of view. Don't be upset. Don't yell, but speak up. Are you out of work right now? Are you getting ready to look for a job once we all get vaccinated? Are you looking for your first real job out of college? Are you working? How's it going? Once you get that job, there's the initial excitement. Then there's the holy cow feeling. I'm really here. Oh, you've worked at pizza parlors and fast food. I picked grapes twice, but then I worked at a packing shed. I put cucumbers and corn in crates to ship to market. And I worked at a daycare center in college. But my first real job was at KMJ Radio, and it was a dream come true. This is Gloria Moraga's One-on-One, a show designed to improve face-to-face communication in the digital age. On graduation day from San Francisco State, my bachelor's degree, I was the only one in my broadcast communication arts class with a real broadcasting job. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And this cluelessness when entering new jobs haunts me throughout my career. Now, before I launch into my long, long list of communication mistakes, let me just say, I was handling a lot of responsibility with very little training. In college, my emphasis was on television news reporting, not radio. But this was my chance to get my foot in the door, and I didn't want to blow it. It was a horrible job, really. It was overnight, 10 p.m. to 8 a.m., 10 hours on the board. Woof. It was a lot. Now, even though my shift began at 10 p.m., I was responsible for the 9.55 sports wrap I would read all the scores from the games played the day or during the weekend, live on the radio. KMJ is a mega radio station in the San Joaquin Valley, and this I found online. KMJ's 50,000-watt signal provides coverage for most of California. Its radio antenna tower is located south of Kerman, between Jensen and North Avenues and east of Madera Avenue. The tower is and has been a dominant landmark in the Kerman area for decades. Yep, KMJ Radio is a big deal. Let's just say there are many, many, many listeners. People turn to KMJ for news, sports, and late night music. And the sports department was great. And the 9.55 p.m. time slot was highly rated. For me, it was a nightmare. I was basically reading a cold script copy that the sports reporter prepared before he left for the day. It was awful. And I was awful. So it's my first night, Sunday, summer. I was handed a script that looked like a foreign language. Baseball scores, American League, National League. It looked like there were a thousand of them, but there were about 10 or so. I stumbled a lot and then I kind of hit my stride until I got to this name, John Montefusco. (laughs) John Joseph Montefusco Jr., born May 25th, 1950. Nicknamed The Count. 
a right-hand pitcher in Major League Baseball from 1974 to 1986. At that time that I was on the radio, he pitched for the San Francisco Giants, and he won the National League Rookie of the Year Award. And while with the Giants, he pitched a no-hitter. <laughs> when I got to his name, I paused, and then I said, and John Manifuco, Manifu, Manifuso, made Giants history today, pitching a no-hitter. Holy cow. Wow. John Montefusco, I think I said. The phones went crazy. There were only two of us in the entire station, an engineer who was training me to run the cell tower transmitter and me. Now, before I got this job, I had to pass a Federal Communications Commission test to get an electrical third-class engineering license so that I could work this job and, and run that transmitter. So it was just the two of us there. One caller said, who the hell is this broad? And another said, get that broad off the air right now. I was the first woman ever to announce or be an announcer on KMJ Radio. Most of the callers were upset, not just because I was a woman, which that was a problem, but they were upset about the way I pronounced Montefusco. Welcome to Radio Gloria. It was just awful. The phones never stopped ringing. I worked my 10-hour shift, and the next morning I was called into the program manager's office. And when I walked in, the station manager was also sitting there. And I thought, I'm going to be fired after one day on air. I'm so sorry, I blurted out. How could you not know how to pronounce John Montefusco, the program director, side? The general manager then said, you graduated from San Francisco State, by God. I'm sorry, I said again. Well, what do you propose we do, Gloria? The program director asked. And he was my direct supervisor. Give me another chance, I said. You know why you're here, don't you? Asked the general manager. No, I honestly replied. I wanted to ask him, what did he mean? Does he mean, why am I here on earth? Why am I at the radio station or why am I just in the office? Sheesh. I was stressed out and I was tired. I kept quiet. You are here, the general manager said evenly, because the FCC requires that we hire women and minorities. You fill both those requirements. We had 200 men we could have hired who would be better at this job than you. 2,000, said the program director. They looked at each other and laughed. I sat there. They had their private little joke between them. I was the joke. I was humiliated. I wanted the earth to open up and swallow me whole. I was 22 years old. I hadn't developed my sarcastic wit yet. I hadn't toughened myself up to all the insults that were coming my way. All the put downs and the nasty comments were yet to come. I was an inexperienced woman in a man's job, or I was a brown woman in a position a white male deserved. What should I have said? What could I do? I sat silently for a moment, and then I said, well, I guess you're stuck with me. They both looked furious, and I stood up, and I fled. That was a mistake. Here's what I should have done. I should have said, I'm sorry you were pressured to hire me, but I'm here. So let's work together to make this a successful partnership. Help me with the sportscast at 955. Maybe this sports guy can record before they leave for the night. Work with me 
we could all be successful. I didn't say that. But that is clear, concise communication. I didn't communicate. What did I do? I ran. That's another habit or trait that has followed me throughout my career. Research shows that you either fight or flee to save yourself. I like to run. By leaving that morning without working with those two white privileged men, set up a pattern, a two and a half year pattern. That's how long I worked at KMJ Radio. I was the first and only woman on air at any Central Valley radio station. I didn't know when they hired another woman I had already left for television. I was a pioneer. I was the first. But this is the dysfunctional way we work together. I would make a mistake. The phone would ring and one or both of them would yell at me or dress me down. I was tough. I practiced. I got better. The engineers, the sports guys, the newsmen were all great to me. I'm sharing this humiliating story with you because these are trying times, especially for women. I pulled this information from the CNBC website, and I will include a link. I'm paraphrasing. This is not a direct quote. In January 2021, 275,000 women dropped out of the labor force, accounting for nearly 80% of all workers over the age of 20 who left jobs. Women are leaving jobs because schools and child care centers are closed, and women are still the primary caregivers. This statistic from the National Women's Law Center analysis of the latest jobs report, quote, this brings the total number of women who have left the labor force since February 2020 to more than 2.3 million. It puts women's labor force participation rate at 57%. That's the lowest it's been since 1988. By comparison, nearly 1.8 million men have left the labor force during this period. My point, we are all going to eventually get back to work. When we do, communicate. Somebody insults you, close the door, sit down, talk about it. Look them in the eye, say, let's talk. Let's work this out. Don't run like the scared little girl I was. And finally, my reaction to the two managers followed me to my next job and my next job in Fresno. I was called a troublemaker behind my back when I worked part-time at Channel 47. Not because of anything I did there, but because of my reputation and gossip from KMJ Radio. And I was punished for it there. When I started a new position as an announcer director at Channel 30, a dear man who later became a good friend, Michael Pearl, told me, your reputation precedes you. We later became close enough that I was able to ask him what he meant by that. And he said, we were warned not to hire you, that you are a bitch. Now, he didn't say bitch. God bless him. He said, you are a witch word, but pronounced with a B. Oh, and he was a cusser, too. I learned how to cuss from him. I never cussed until I worked with Michael Pearl. He passed away a couple of years ago. Rest your soul, Michael. Yes, I could have communicated better, not only at KMJ Radio, but at all my jobs. Here's my advice. If you're having problems with somebody or schedule a meeting to talk, don't talk out your problems when you're tired or when you're stressed out or when you're having a confrontation. My radio bosses ambushed me after my first 
10-hour shift. I was exhausted, and I reacted badly. Write down what you want to say. Rehearse if you have to. Just be prepared. And again, be calm. Speak out. Talk to each other. It will help. I promise. Please share my podcast and subscribe. I'm Gloria Moraga, one on one. Be safe.